from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Folklife Today podcast. I'm Stephen Winnick, a folklorist at the American Folklife Center at the Library of Congress and the creator of the Folklife Today blog. I'm here with John Fenn, the head of research and programs at the center. Hey folks, it's summertime and we thought we'd do an episode on summer songs to go along with our winter songs episodes from several months back. Just like winter songs, the American Folklife Center has a lot of great songs on summer themes throughout our collections. That's right. We have some favorites, and we've asked a couple of our staff members to come along and talk about their favorite archival recordings of summer songs. And I wonder if you'd like to get us started, Steve. I would love to. I brought along a song called Wild Mountain Time by an Irish group called In the Willows. The first words of this song are, the summertime has come. And it's got a very interesting history. It's related to an older song called The Braes of Balwither, which was published back in the early 19th century by Robert Tannehill. But it was significantly adapted in the 1940s by an Irish singer and bagpiper from Belfast named Francis McPeak. The McPeak family says that Francie, as he was called, rewrote the lyrics to reflect his own life, and especially the loss of his first wife and his ultimately remarrying, which is in there in the song as, If my true love she were gone, I would surely find another. Now, in the early 1960s, Pete and Toshi Seeger did a tour in which they filmed traditional folk music all over the world. And at the end of that tour, they visited Belfast and filmed the McPeaks, including Francis I, but also his son, Francis II, and his grandson, Francis III. And Toshi captured this song on film. And that film is in our collections in the Pete and Toshi Seeger film collection. Then in 2007... Francis III, who had been in that session with the Seegers about 45 years previously, joined us at the Library of Congress with his son, Francis IV, and their band. And I was privileged to interview them about this song, and they also played the song for us. So be sure to visit the blog at blogs.loc.gov folklife and look for summer songs to hear those versions of Wild Mountain Time. Wow, that's quite a multi-generational tale bringing us into this tune. Um, But what about the recording by In the Willows? How did that come about? Well, as you know, we've been running Archive Challenge showcases at Folk Alliance International for many years. The idea is that individual artists or groups select an item with a connection to the archive, they arrange it, and they perform their own version in a special showcase at the conference. So In the Willows chose the McPeaks two recordings of this song, and this performance was recorded in February 2018 in Kansas City with Jennifer Cutting and me as the MCs. Great, let's hear it.
Once again, that was In the Willows with Wild Mountain Time, one of our summer songs here on Folklife Today. And if you listen to that song, it's about young people going outdoors for the possibility of amorous encounters, certainly a big part of uh, summertime songs. Our second song has a hint of that also, and we thought we'd bring on a special guest to talk about it. Nicole Saylor is the director of the American Folklife Center Archive and oversees the stewardship of cultural documentation that we uh, hold. Hey, Nikki. Hi, good to be with you. Welcome, Nikki. One of the reasons we wanted to have you talk about this next item is that it comes from the Wisconsin recordings made by Helene Stratman Thomas, and we know you worked with those recordings before you even came to AFC. So what was your role working with this collection in Wisconsin? When I was a library student at University of Wisconsin-Madison, I had a job to uh, put this collection online, to put the recordings online, uh, create the descriptive information about them, uh, go over to the Wisconsin Historical Society and scan in the photographs that went along uh, with these recordings. And so, yeah, you can find the the final product online uh, at the UW website. And that Wisconsin collection is a great online resource, and it's actually how we found the song that we want to ask you about. And what is that song? Well, this is a Finnish song sung by Yamar Nukala and accompanied on the piano by his wife, Mamie. It's called Kesa Ilta, which means summer evening. Our friend Kathy Kirst tells me that it's a very uh, well-known song in Finland because it was collected by Elias Lundrut, who collected folk songs in rural areas in order to validate the existence of a distinct Finnish cultural identity. He stitched some of these songs together into the mythological epic, The Kalava, but he also published other collections. This one was included in his collection, The Kandaltar, the old songs and the hymns of the Finnish people collected in the 1830s and published in 1840. This is a book that has been a favorite source for traditional Finnish singers for almost two centuries. In the song, the narrator walks out on a fine summer morning and stumbles across a beautiful woman who is singing and playing the kantalai a traditional Finnish zither. Ol kaunis kesä ilta. Ol kaunis kesä ilta. Oh, 
Again, Yalmar and Mamie Nukala with Kesa Ilta. So, Nikki, this song is sung in Finnish, but was collected in Wisconsin? Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, the singer was actually born in a Finnish enclave in Michigan, and at the time of this recording, lived in a Finnish community in Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, funny enough, according to my colleague Jim Leary, uh, he retired to a Finnish enclave in Florida. In those days, it was pretty common to be born in the U.S., but speak non-English European language as your first language. And one of the things I love about that song is that even though Mamie plays the piano, the kantere, or the iconic Finnish musical instrument or zither, is mentioned in the song. And I should point out that in our 2021 Homegrown at Home concert series, we featured Kardemimit, a group of three women who sing and play kantere. So if you want to hear what it sounds like, visit loc.gov slash concerts slash folklife and look for that concert from April 7th. 2021. Hey, nice plug, Steve. Um, we should also mention, too, that we had an ulterior motive for inviting Nikki to be our guest today. That's right. We wanted to let Nikki make a little announcement. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, my big news is that as of the end of July, I'm no longer the director of the American Folklife Center Archive. I've taken a new position as chief of the Digital Innovation Lab here at the Library of Congress. So I'll be primarily supporting the library's digital transformation over the coming years, but I'll still be working with my colleagues in uh, Folklife from time to time. We will certainly miss you, Nikki. Oh, absolutely. Um, but we also hope you'll come to be a guest on Folklife today, now and then in the future. Oh, I will. Thanks so much for joining us, Nikki. Yeah, thanks. And best wishes on the new job. Thanks. So both of the first songs we heard fell into that pattern of a young man roving out and finding a beautiful young woman out there. And I think the next song you brought takes that and sends it in a wild direction. Right. In this song, the young man goes out on a bright summer morning and finds the ground covered in snow. He takes a ride on the moon, he shoots a deer whose meat and hide fill a whole barn, and does other fantastical things. So it's a great nonsense song, and it comes from the terrific North Carolina singer and banjo player Bascom Lamar Lunsford. In 1959, Lunsford came here to the Library of Congress and recorded his entire repertoire of over 300 songs, and this is from those sessions. The song is called On a Bright and Summer's Morning, so let's hear it. On a bright and a summer's morning Ground all covered with snow I put my shoulder to my gun And hunting I did go And hunting I did go I went up on the mountain Beyond that peak so high The moon come around with the lightning speed I'll take a ride, says I some boys and girls were skating on a bright and summer's day. The ice broke through, they all fell in. The rest they run up, the rest they run away. I did, ten thousand I did kill. 
that I got for the venison and skin. I hold it to my daddy's barn, and it wouldn't have go, it wouldn't have go in. I went up on the mountain, beyond that peak so high. The moon come around with lightning speed. I take a ride, says I take a ride, says I. The moon come around the mountain. It took a sudden whirl when my foot slipped and I fell out and landed in this and landed in this world. The man that made this song and tune, his name was Benny Young. If you can tell a bigger lie, I'll swear you ought to be. I'll swear you ought to be hung. That was the banjo and singing of Bascom Lamar Lunsford on that somewhat twisted summer song. And we're hearing songs of summer here on the Folklife Today podcast. We've invited another guest to join us and tell us about a song from the archive. So let's welcome Jennifer Cutting. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, John. Hi, Steve. Hi there. So, Jennifer, I understand you've got another one of those songs that starts out as a typical summer song with the young man roving out, but then takes a twist. Yep, that's right. In this case, though, instead of finding a beautiful woman, he finds another man whose wife is unfaithful and who is left lamenting and rocking the cradle. Great. We'll hear it first, and then you can tell us more about it. As I went walking one fine summer's evening to review the green field, as I strolled along, I spied an old man in a sad lamentation. He was rocking the cradle, and this was his song. And it's oh no, baby lies he, for indeed your own daddy shall never be known. For he's weeping, he's wailing, he's rocking the cradle. Pleasing the baby and the child not his own. When I first fell in love with your innocent mother, like an old fool, thought it was blessed with the wife. But through all my mistakes and through my misfortunes, for I'm born to be played in the days of my life. For it's all no baby like or indeed your own daddy shall never be known For he's weeping, he's wailing, he's rocking the cradle And pleasing the baby and the child that he's on <coughs> When the evening comes on, she is off to some party She will leave me to sing and to rock all alone but the innocent baby, she'll call me her daddy, but little she knows I'm never so. For it's oh no, baby lies deep, for indeed your own daddy shall never be known. For he's weeping, he's wailing, he's rocking the cradle, and pleasing the baby and the child of his own. 
Now, come all you young men, if you want to get married, I'll pray you take warning and leave women alone. For the by the Lord Harry, you ever get married, you'll be rocking the cradle and the child not your own. For it all no be belize. For indeed your own daddy shall never be known. For his weeping is wailing, he's rocking the cradle and pleasing the baby and the child not his own. So, Jennifer, what's your connection to this song? Well, as you know, I went to England for graduate school, and I studied with a man named Albert Lancaster Lloyd, or Bert Lloyd, as I called him. And in my time, he was the foremost authority on English folk song. But back in the 1920s, he'd been very poor, so poor that when he was only 16 years old, he went on a government-assisted program to look for work in Australia. And when he got to Australia, he worked on sheep stations. And when he came back to England over 10 years later, he established himself as an authority on Australian songs. And he sang an Australian version of this same song about rocking the baby that's none of my own. His version began... I am a young man from the town of Kyandra, but he admitted to having changed that first line because he loved the name Kyandra so much. It was originally, I am a young man cut down in my blossom, which is to say cut down in my prime. And like many of Bert's songs, it, it became the standard version of this song that you heard in folk clubs from the 1950s right up to today. Yes, Bert's version is the first version that I learned, too. One thing it doesn't feature is a third-person narrator who wanders out on a fine summer's evening, but that's what happens in Mose Belair's version that we just heard, which kind of fakes you out into thinking it's going to be a typical summer love song, and instead, it's anything but. One of the things that's cool is that Bert Lloyd's version featured this line, By the Lord Harry. And I always assumed that that was some kind of Australian expression because it was in that Australian version of the song. But it turns out that Mose Belair sings by the Lord Harry too. So who knew? Um, it's interesting that Mose Belair and his wife Exilia were both French Canadians living in Barraga, Michigan in 1938. And they were both terrific singers in French, but they also sang in English. And Alan Lomax recorded them singing a French language religious ballad as a duet. And he also filmed them on silent color film singing the same song. So our colleague, Guha Shankar, synced up the recording with the film. And you can find that as a bonus in the Summer Songs blog post at blogs.loc.gov slash folklife. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Um, Jennifer, there's another reason we invited you on the podcast today. And why is that? Well, this next song features one of your favorite instruments, the button accordion. It's the Russian version of the instrument known as the bayan. The song is from the Tuvan Republic, but it's not in the throat singing or overtone singing style that has become so popular. Uh, it was recorded by Alan Lomax in August 1964. It's the genre of song called a kojamik. These songs often have traditional melodies but recently composed words. And since Lomax doesn't identify who wrote the tune, but identifies the poet as Leonid Borondayevich 
Kadamba, who was a Tuvan language scholar, who was the first director of the Tuvan Institute for Research in the Humanities, as well as a minister of culture of the Republic of Tuva, I'd assume that that was the case here as well. That is to say, the melodies traditional and uh, the lyrics written by a great scholar. The singer is Karakis Namzatovna Munzok, and the bayan player is Alexander Laptan. And the song is Let the Sun Shine on My Verdant Summer. So let's hear it. Great instrument. Let me help you all to picture this Russian accordion. Okay, instead of having a sideways piano-shaped keyboard with black and white keys on one side, like the most common kind of accordion, the piano accordion, it just has rows of black and white buttons instead. And it can have an even bigger range than a piano accordion can because the rows of buttons are so compact. And this makes the bayan a great instrument for playing very dense music like um, Western art music and jazz. But the song we just heard is just the opposite. It has only five notes, uh, what we call a, a pentatonic scale, and it uses scale degrees one, two, three, five, and six. If you play the black keys on the piano, just the black keys, one after the other, you'll get the idea of this pentatonic scale. And our culture thinks of that scale as being kind of jolly and cheerful and sunshiny. So to me, it really sounds like let the sun shine on my verdant summer. Great. So thanks, Jennifer. That brings us almost to the end of our rundown of summer songs. But before we go, John, did you bring a song? Of course I did. Um, I thought about all the happy or lighter songs we were going to share in this episode, and it occurred to me that there was a harder side to summer, too. Uh, work songs often talk about how hot it is and how hard it is um, to do work in that heat. So I found a song recorded from a prison work gang in Brazoria, Texas, by John and Ruby Lomax in 1939. This is called Long Hot Summer Days. I love the way they make the last word of each line into a long moan. Listen for June, July, and August about halfway through the song. Yes, it's a great work song and a classic holler. So let's let it sing us out. But first, let's thank our guests, Nikki Saylor and Jennifer Cutting, who is still here. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for having me on. And let's also thank our engineer, John Gold, the singers and musicians, and all the colleagues throughout the Library of Congress who help us deploy each episode of the Folk Life Today podcast. And of course, thanks to you, John. Well, thanks to you too, Steve. And here's Long Hot Summer Days. 
Little boy, what you want me to tell you? been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.